Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Burnt Pancakes Podcast. I am your host, Katie Fenske. And like always, I am so glad you are joining me for another Momversation. When I started this podcast, my goal was just to make it feel like a chat between friends. Um, I want you to be, you know, listening while you're folding laundry or out for a walk with your kids and just feel like you're connected to other moms no matter what stage of motherhood you're in. So I'm so glad you're joining us again um, for this podcast. Now, before I get started with this episode, I do want to let you know about two offers I have going on right now. The first one you heard last week on the podcast um, with Megan and Christina, um, we are offering a very special course and accountability group starting in 2024. So in January, it's called the Goal Getters New Year's Eve Gala. Um, And we just really wanted a place where we could share some of the things we've learned and um, used about setting goals and manifesting this great life. Um, And we want to share it with you and also create like a supportive community of moms and women. Um, So whether you have these extreme goals of like writing a book or you know, changing careers, or whether you just want to start off your 2024 with high vibes. (laughs) This is for everyone who just wants to have a place to learn and grow and feel supported. So, you know, I, I envisioned like these new moms who are just kind of lost in motherhood, just wanting to find, you know, a spark in life again. You give everything to your kids. Why not give a little something to yourself in 2024? So that is opening up very soon. So if you'd like to get on the wait list, we are going to have a limited number of spots in the group. Um, So if you want to get on the wait list, you'll be one of the first to hear when enrollment opens. And um, we're super excited. We're really excited about you know, just bringing you all together for such a great opportunity. Okay. My other thing that I wanted to share, I'm starting to book out guests for um, the next calendar year. And I am inviting all of you to either share a suggestion with me or um, if you want to be on the podcast yourself, you know, I, I set out to make this like an everyday mom thing. Like I just want like you to feel connected it's not perfect moms telling you how to do like the best job, like the perfect job. We're all in this together. So if you feel like you have a conversation to share about motherhood, no matter if you're a new mom, you're a veteran mom, wherever you are, somewhere in the middle, um, please reach out to me because I would love to have you on as a guest. So you can um, email me at katie at burntpancakes.com and just let me know if you would like to come on or if you know someone and you want to nominate them as a guest, I would love to be in contact. So exciting things coming up in the new year. Okay, so back to today's episode. It is the start of December. And this time of year always gives me like sentimental vibes because this is the time of year where my third son was born. So he is going to turn for this Sunday on December 3rd. Um, We're surprising the boys and taking them to Legoland. We have not been since I was pregnant with him. Um, So they don't know yet that we're going, but it's going to be super exciting. So we're doing that for his birthday, but it just kind of like brings me back to 
what it's like having new baby and little ones at home. Granted, at this point, four years ago, I was 41 weeks pregnant and so ready to have the baby. Like my other two came at 39 weeks. So making it to my due date was like, what the hell is happening? And then the fact that I went over that, oh my gosh, I just remember being so miserable. Like I'm just so ready to have this baby. So he was not my November baby. He became my December baby, (laughs) but it just like, just really brings me back to what it's like having little kids and babies. And so many times I look back and I see like how far I've come in the past nine years having kids and how much I've grown and learned. And I so badly wish I could just go back to myself and like teach me all this wisdom I know now. Now I know I can't do that. Um, You learn as you go, you know, you keep burning your pancakes until you figure it out. But I thought maybe I could share some of um, the wisdom I have gained over the years, having made plenty of mistakes, not knowing what to expect. Um, So I want to give just some wisdom, some truths about motherhood that I wish I had known when I had my babies. And I really don't want this to be a um, enjoy it now because it goes fast type of thing. Because I remember when I had little, little ones, I had new babies. When someone said that to me, I wanted to kill them. Because I said, no, I do want it to go fast because I want it to be bedtime. So I get a break. So I don't want it to be that. I want this to be more of just an honest conversation about what it's like having little babies, little ones, and what it's like from a perspective of, I'm kind of now out of that stage. And it does feel kind of weird, but I'm like pretending like I'm talking to my new mom self. So I did have an episode... um, back in the spring where I talked to the mom from Mama Rise Up where she has moms write in and um, share a letter to their new mom self. And so it's kind of like that. What what things would I want to tell myself? Well, one, I'd give her a big hug because she needed it. Um, But these are just some things I've learned. So this one has to do with childbirth. Um, One thing I wish I knew when I had a baby was that I, along with my baby, was going to go home from the hospital in a diaper. Um, You always think of like packing diapers for your babies, but you don't realize, oh, the mom is going to be, you know, wearing one too. You're going to be wearing something called, I like to call fishnet granny panties, which if you think about those words, that's exactly what they are. Um, But no one warned me about this and it can almost feel a little bit awkward. Um, You just gave birth and then you're wearing these things. Um, Funny story. When I had my first son, it was a C-section and I was like having a hard time moving around. Um, And you know, it's your first, you like have no idea what to expect. You don't know that there's like sprays and double pads and all of that stuff. So I finally, I think by day three, felt like I could take a shower. We are in the hospital still. And I like took the most glorious hospital shower ever. I get out of the shower, feeling great. And then I realized because of the C-section, I couldn't actually like bend down to pull up my underwear. So I called my husband in to help me. Sweet, sweet, dear guy. 
helps me get my clothes on, my underwear on, the granny panties, everything. And then after he leaves, I like turn around and look in the mirror. And then I see what he saw, like the most giant pad ever with these granny panties, fishnet granny panties. And honestly, like that image is still burnt into my mind. I I really hope he forgot all this. I'm sure he does. He doesn't seem to remember any of it. Um, but yes, uh, that was a thing. It's It was quite shocking to see that. And I'm also mortified he did. But we have gotten through it. Like It's not a big deal anymore. You forget, you move on, you have your baby, you're good. Um, next thing that I wish someone had told me when I had babies before I had kids was that sucking boogers out of another human's nose is actually going to feel satisfying. (laughs) I know this sounds so, so gross, but when you have a baby that is not sleeping through the night because they're stuffy and congested and miserable, and then you can suck a booger out of their nose, it feels so good. I'm When we registered for that nose, Frida, I was like, oh my God, are we really going to use this thing? This is disgusting. But it actually is a thing and it feels good. Now, anyone else's kids, like their boogers, their dirty diapers gross me out. But my own kids, I, I would say it's not so bad. Another thing that no one really tells you or you just don't really understand is the amount of sleep you are not going to get when you have kids. So my oldest son is nine and a half, almost 10. And I can honestly say now we are finally at the age where we are sleeping and I feel rested in the morning. Now, I don't say this to scare any of your new moms. That feels like, I mean, even if someone said six months from now, you'll be sleeping. That feels so far. But if your baby is getting four hours of sleep at night, count that as a a win. Because I remember when I had littles being so tired, my body physically hurt. But now I can say like, we're past that. And it really, it doesn't feel like it took that long, even though it did. Like nine years feels like a very long time. But I did have this thought today. I am getting ready to do my 12 days of Christmas gift for my husband. Um, It actually starts today, December 1st. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're gonna have to go back a couple episodes to the podcast with my friend Megan because she's got this brilliant idea of a gift you can get your husband. So I'm getting ready to do that. One of the gifts that I almost always include in the 12 days is that he could sleep in one weekend day. So like, I'll give him the card on Friday and say, tomorrow, your gift is you get to sleep in. And I will like, I'm the first one up with the kids. I'll make sure they stay quiet. Um, Sometimes I even take him out of the house that he can just like sleep in as long as he wants. Well, this year, as I was getting my cards ready, I'm like, sleep in. Like, that's really not that much of a gift anymore because we kind of can't sleep in. So on the weekends, my kids are allowed to watch TV. And with a nine-year-old at home, he's able to turn the TV on, you know, like help the four-year-old out. He can get breakfast. So on a Saturday, like technically my husband and I can sleep in. So what I'm saying here is like, it's okay right now to say, oh my God, I am so tired. I am so exhausting. Um, 
it's okay if for a few years, your morning routine or your morning work workouts just don't look the same because you are not getting sleep. Um, it's okay if you have little kids and you get annoyed when people say, oh, you're going to sleep again. Like I'm telling you right now, but like right now you're tired and the thought of waiting is so long, but it is coming. Like you are going to enjoy sleep again. Um, but it's okay to be complaining that you're very tired right now if you've got little kids. So I just don't really even think I understood how tired I could be, um, but that it wasn't going to last forever because now we're at the point where it's like, it didn't last forever. Okay, we've made it. Okay, this next thing that I have learned, this wisdom that I have learned, this one is actually more for my husband than for me. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now that for the next 18 or so year, years, you will not have nice things and do not get nice things. Like if you're thinking about buying a white couch, do not get it. No matter how much you try, your kids are going to draw on or break or somehow manage to just leave marks on every nice piece of furniture or every inch of your house. Um, Let me just run through a list of some of the things in my house right now that my kids have ruined. So we have the cutest yellow door in front of our house. Um, The inside has a giant like peel mark. Like it's like the size of maybe a softball where they have like started, there was like one tiny little chip in the paint and my boys started peeling the paint off. No matter how much we tell them, don't peel the paint. There's a giant circle now on the door of turquoise paint underneath the yellow paint. (sighs) Okay. We have blinds in the front of our house, like mini blinds, I guess you call them. There are bite marks all over them. I have no idea what is so satisfying about biting into them, but like literally you can see my kids' teeth marks all over the blinds. Like the first time it happened, it was like, who bit the blinds? Don't do that again. Well, now there's like no joke, like 30 bite marks. And it's not like you can blame it on my four-year-old because there's some taller ones. And I'm like, my nine-year-old, did he bite the blind? I don't even get it, but they're there. And the thought of like getting a new set and then thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to do this again. We're just leaving them. We're going to leave them up there until we need to do something about it when they're older and they have chosen not to bite the blinds anymore. Uh, We also have a really cute chair in our playroom. We bought it with our first house. It is beige, not a good choice. We bought it before we had little kids. Um, Somehow the boys managed to like poke a hole in the arm and then not just like, oops, there's a little hole, leave it alone. I have no idea how this happened, but they like dug into it till now you can see all the way through the stuffing to the wood frame of the chair. And part of me is like, oh, great. We're gonna have to get a new chair. But I'm like, no, they're just going to do it to the next one. So we're just leaving that in there. So if you visit my house, please don't judge. Um, We have a broken light in our playroom because my kids like to throw things and it's a glass light. My older son took a Sharpie to his bedroom um, wall and wrote RIP, rest in peace, on the wall, on the paint, in Sharpie, where it does not come off. I wanted to tell him, uh, rest in peace, son, because he just drew on your wall. But it's like their room now. I'm like, okay, 
It's just going to be like this until you move out. And then I will take over that room. My very nice uh, three-sitter car now has dent marks on the outside because one of my kids took a hammer to the outside and there are scratch marks all over it. I remember when I was teaching years ago, there was a male teacher who said, oh my gosh, my son um, took his bike. He takes his bike out of the garage, his little kid, and would scratch up his car. Like There were like scratch marks all the way along his car. And I thought, oh my God, that sounds awful. Well, guess who now has scratch marks on her car from her kids taking their bikes out of the garage? Totally get it. So I guess what I'm saying here, I don't want to scare you. My kids, I will say, are probably more destructive than most. Um, I don't let them run around like animals, but they just tend to like be a little more rough on things. But what you can do is just lower your expectations a little bit about the quality of things that are going to be in your house. Um, If you don't have kids, please do not judge another parent's house because kids will do things even when you tell them don't bite the blinds, you will still see bite marks. So, oh my gosh. Yes. And on that note, just like the neatness of a house, kids are like having a tornado roll through your home multiple times a day. So like you can buy all the bins and the organizers and attempt to keep your house clean, but they are kids. And it's like, it's a loss. There are some days where I just close my place playroom door. Cause I'm like, I literally just picked this up twice and now it's a mess again. And I think I'm done for the night or the pillows on the couch. I am so tired of putting the pillows back on the couch, but I have kids and they are going to grow up at some point. And I keep telling my husband, we are going to miss the Legos on the floor, right? We're going to miss these. He laughs at me and says, no, but just be okay with the mess. Be okay with them destroying your wonderful furniture. All right. Another thing that I have learned from being this seasoned mom of nine years (laughs) is that you are going to Google everything. You're going to Google if your baby's head is too big or your baby's head is too small. You're going to Google, does my child weigh enough or did my baby gain too much weight? Um, Why isn't my child speaking or why is my child speaking so much? So I wish I could just save myself the search and say, Katie, your kids are going to be just fine. Stop worrying. But it is a fact that we worry about our children. And with the internet having loads of information and all those Facebook groups and those posts, it's hard not to question everything we're doing. So if I could go back to my new mom self, I would tell her to not look it up, to not worry so much, and just trust your mom gut that they're going to be okay. All right. So next one, kids are going to say the darndest thing, especially if you have boys. Boys can be extremely honest as well. Like um, just the other day, my middle son took my husband and I and said, I need you guys to stand like this. So he stood us like side by side. And then he was behind us doing something like kind of like touching my back. I don't know what he was doing. And then he says, okay, turn around. And he's holding his hands out, like out to his side. And he goes, okay, I measured. And yes, mom's butt is bigger than dad's. So they are going to tell you things that are just going to shock you. 
I mean, the things my say my boys say in the bathtub about their parts, and I have to like explain things to them. I was not prepared for that. So just be aware that the things they say should not be taken to heart. Yes, my butt is bigger than my husband's, um, but I like to remind my kids that I gave birth to all three of them. And so, of course, I need to have a bigger butt. (sighs) But anyways, they're going to say the darndest things. Make sure you write them down because in years in the future, it actually is kind of funny. You know, like when my son asked me why he has eggs inside his body, hence you know, the testicles that I had to explain to him what they were. So, but now I can like laugh about it and it's kind of something we joke about. So they are going to say silly things, just go with it. So the most important thing I think here is despite all of these things, I I don't know if you don't have kids yet, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, why would I even want to get into this world? But despite all of this, You truly are going to love these humans more than life itself. I have been peed on. Um, I have cried tears over my kids. I have felt so tired. My body physically hurts. My patience has been tested to levels I never thought existed. Um, But all of it kind of seems to fade when your baby smiles at you Or, oh my gosh, today when Maverick ran up to me and gave me a hug at preschool, and then he said he needed to give me a kiss, and then he said he needed to give me two kisses, and then he needed to give me three. And I'm like, these moments are, you know, rare and fleeting. So I need to embrace that. Um, I just want to remind all you moms just not to give up because the best that you're doing is more than enough. There is no perfect mom. So stop trying to be one. I'm still telling myself that every single day. Um, We're all burning our pancakes. So spray the pan and just keep flipping. Uh, I hope if you are a mom in the thick of it with littles that you could laugh at some of this. If you are a middle mom like me, you can like think back to those days with littles and realize how far you come because this is a big job and we have come very far. So um, until next week, I hope you guys have a great week. I'm off to Legoland with my boys. So wish me luck that we survive the amusement park without losing any of our children. <laughs> so anyways, until next week's conversation, um, I want to remind you to just keep flipping. 